0: ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome to who asked you the podcast absolutely nobody asked for but we are going to provide my name is caleb la and i'm joined as always by my co hosts ross parker and louis bataro how's it going boys what have we been up to
1: all of the things Small so things. many things yep Blink-182 doesn't have nothing on us. <laughs> um, I did a week in Italy. It was amazing. i got to do some big time uh, writing about it and reflecting later on. That's kind of the one of the my plans for the week. But, yeah, it was pretty fucking awesome. Um, also had great plane rides. So, you know, a little LaTanza there and British Air back. So I watched a lot of movies.
0: You're actually writing uh, in style.
1: Yep, I I've did never a, actually I did done an international flight,
0: but I've huh? been told I've never actually done an international flight, but I've been told that it puts domestic US flights to shame.
1: A little bit, a little bit. A little bit.
0: Which seems accurate to you know
1: just the world. Fuck us. But I, I did a lot of rewatching on particularly on the way home. The only new movie I watched was The Fablemans. The Spielberg mm. movie have you either of you seen that? Yes. No. I love that movie. Um I love, so so the last scene with John Ford, the John Ford character. Then I was okay. like I must watch another Spielberg movie afterwards yes. just to just so I could um do my horizon lines. And <laughs> yes. uh so I watched Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade cuz I had been in Venice earlier that week. It was awesome. So I love that's it. That's cool. I love Good it. Times. Good times
0: uh russ what have you been
2: up to uh catching up with mando seeing the newest episode of mando i saw last week's episode of ted lasso but technically there's a new episode that came out like what three hours ago two three no. hours ago that i i haven't gotten to it yet um i watched tetris on apple tv
0: oh okay Actually, what did you think i still haven't watched uh, it
2: I, yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. I think it was just a fun, entertaining movie. They, it's, I imagine it was a very business analytical document, legal battle in real life, but they kind of dramatized it so that it was a little more entertaining, easy, easy to digest for viewers. Okay. I, I don't want to say dumbed it down, but they just simplified the process. It was, I think it was a very entertaining movie. A Little bit of Hollywood flair to it, you'll see towards the latter half of the movie, but all in all, I give it a rec- I recommend it.
0: Okay. Okay. Taryn Edgerton, good. He's great. Good performance. Okay, it. good. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, he, he's always great, but
2: he's doing it. There, there are some, some supplementing roles that are great in life. He's
1: always good. There we oh, go. Yeah. What's the right way to say It's obviously I mean, it's I right it was say. good as the gorilla in the Sing movies, but you know,
2: there are some characters that. Which is obviously takes place. Some of it takes place in Russia. That play kind of stereotypical Russian personalities, and it's actually done to sort of a satirical extent.
0: To be fair, I think most people in the Russian government at that time were the satirized Russian. Uh, yeah, I think the stereotype was pretty accurate.
1: They had a playbook. They needed yeah. to follow. And, yeah, and the
0: punishment was death if you didn't. So I they stuck to it pretty good. Yeah. Yep. And then,
2: in addition to that, <clears throat> The Masters.
0: The Masters. I did not get to watch as much as I wanted to, but, you know, for good reasons.
2: I For good reasons, absolutely. i I watched a
0: lot. Good. You can take us through a little recap. We did a little—me and Ross did a little bit of a side draft over text. Ross is going to take us through here in a sec. Mm-hmm. Um, What have I been up to? I watched—I mean, most recently, I just watched a documentary on Hulu called Finding Michael that made me like sob like legit full tears sob uh it's awesome it's Hmm. about um jordan what did you say jordan no no (laughs) um no it's about uh mount everest it's about this guy who it's like 17 years ago his brother died up on everest but they have a pretty good year pretty good idea of where he died And they get a picture of a body on Everest wearing the same parka that his brother was wearing. Um, Hmm. And so they decide to do a rescue mission and try and get the body back. Um, Interesting. It's a wonderful, wonderful documentary. Uh, Very, very heartwarming, very heartbreaking at the same time. I'm not going to say anything else because it will spoil some of the better moments of it, but highly recommend if you're looking to fill. Also, just stunning, stunning video and stuff of climbing Everest, which I always think is super cool. What was this on? Uh, it's on Hulu. It's called Finding mm-hmm. Michael.
2: Oh, okay.
0: It's also, if you've watched 14 Peaks on Amazon, it's got a little bit of a crossover. The guy that did the 14 tallest peaks in the world in six months – um is one of the people helping him find try to find his brother in this documentary
2: Mm, that's cool
0: so that was kind of cool uh the only other thing i think i really have to talk about i haven't watched a whole lot catching up on uh, i mean i'm up on ted lasso outside of the one that just dropped i'm up on mando uh that we will talk about here at the end of the podcast tonight but the only other big thing to talk about i think is i was in new york all week uh it was very very fun um I was up there for some meetings for camp uh, just to throw it out there, kind of get people prepared. We're going to take our regular summer break here in a few episodes. Not 100% decided when the last episode's coming out, but sometime around the start of May. Um, Unfortunately, you will be without our voices for a few months up until August. But when we come back, Ahsoka will be out. So it'll be just like we never left. It'll be Star Wars when we leave and Star Wars when we come back.
2: Star Wars to penetrate your ears.
1: Dude, <laughs>
0: dude, that was such an <laughs> aggressive verb choice. <laughs>
2: You're welcome, that was so boy Ross.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, New York was fun. <laughs> after that, after that drop in, uh, I went go karting. I went around the city. I did decide I went to Times Square for the first... The go-karting was sick. Those go-karts were going like 30, 40 miles an hour. It was crazy. That's sick. Um, At one point, though, I turned around a corner and got freaked out because somebody was coming at me in the wrong direction. Somebody had turned around on the course and was driving the wrong way. That was scary. Um, They got kicked out, I'm pretty sure, after that. But... (laughs) um, No, it was super fun. I did decide that after going into Times Square for the first time, if you would have dropped 10-year-old Caleb into Times Square, I would have gone catatonic. I I would have died.
1: It is a lot.
0: It's so much. Yeah. It's so much. It was cool. I also saw Times Square Elmo. I did not take a picture with him. Did not want to pay $20 (laughs) for that or be harassed, (laughs) but I did see Times Square Elmo. That was fun. Um, all right. You guys ready to hop into the news here? Pitter patter. Pitter patter. Let's get at her. We got a big week of news here. We're going to try We're probably not going to spend as much time on each of these individually, but we've got a lot of stuff to cover here. We're going to start out in, do you want to start out with the masters or with the MLB Ross?
2: Yeah. I mean, I already touched on it. It sets up the segue. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So I'll do a quick recap of the masters and then I will also delve into a Ooh. Masters draft that Caleb and I took partake uh, partook in
0: partook in how are we deciding who wins this
2: I was just gonna do strokes who
0: had John Rom? fair play me you did I, I, you know I, I'll just we're talking
2: about it, I'll skip to it now I'm pretty sure I beat the shit out of you
1: I'm pretty sure you did too
2: I had Rom. I had Spieth I had Scotty yeah
1: they don't I give dra- like a green vest for second I it's drafted from winter I drafted That's from the win. heart
2: no, what we did, Louie, was we each drafted six golfers. Then we just added up the total
1: strokes or get the lowest score. I, Whatever. I, I, that's a strategy, but the way you do it is, like, whoever fucking wins, wins.
2: Yes, and I did this with another group of buddies. You could have, we're like, yeah, Rom won, but if you took, like, Rory, who went eight over on the day.
0: Or Tiger, who finished it, what, four or five that's, over? Before withdrawing? Plus six. For a little WD action?
2: Yeah, or like Max Homa finished a two over, and Mm -hmm. you could have like Rom as your other one. Then your buddy could have like Spieth and Brooks.
0: Side note, just looking forward to the Masters dinner for next year. John Rom is from Basque Country. That food is going to be so good.
2: That's going to be some awesome food. And to start off with Scott, Scotty's meal this year was just so... Hilarious, hundred um, percent.
0: Classic Americana.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. But no, quick recap on the tournament itself. Wacky, weird weather throughout the weekend. Players got off to a fast start. Once the weather hit, things kind of got messy, weird throughout the tournament. Before having one final long ten-hour grind, where John Rom had to come back from four strokes down to take over from Brooks Koepka. Really. Cool tournament by the By probably the last, I'd say four or five holes, Rom had it on lock. But that overtake, the first, I'd say three, four hours of that tournament were electric because Victor Hovland was still on. He was pretty close on their heels as well.
1: That highlight I kept seeing on Twitter from Rom, that hole in one, was that during this tournament?
2: I don't think so. No, he did not hit a hole in one this tournament. No,
1: he held out during the, um,
0: during the, Part three contest. Oh, okay.
2: Ray skipped the ball. Mm. Okay. Oh no, I know what you're talking about. That's from a few years back. Okay. He, he's a lot, yeah, he was way skinnier then.
1: Okay. I just liked it. That seemed time. like an unfair dig at John Rom. John, you're that, beautiful. A, that was actually really rude. I'm sorry, John. John,
0: you're a beautiful man.
2: I don't know why that popped up. And in you're my a head.
0: master's champion. Tell Ross to get fucked.
2: I'm actually really sorry about
1: that, John. If you ever listen if, to us, if
0: you're listening to this,
1: John Rahm, you're no Phil Mickelson. All right, now that's fucked up.
2: <laughs> in a good way.
0: He's not a sellout. Oh yeah, that's it. That's I will sorry.
2: say Phil had a fan. Phil finished tied for second in the Masters. Ah, he had a great it's like, again. If you put that in perspective, I forget the exact date, but if you picture John Rahm, Imagine doing what Phil Mickelson just did in it was it's like 2043.
0: That's yeah, that's crazy.
2: Bananas. And uh, uh another subtle storyline after Rory McIlroy really talked a lot of shit on Live, talk smack. He had a tournament to go out, kind of prove it, and he shit the bed. Oh, really? R- Rory shit the bed. And it's a very interesting contract after Rory had kind of had that beef with Liv, mm. then to have Phil go out and whip his ass.
0: And Brooks. Uh, just,
2: yeah. Like it was twelve of the sixteen players that went to the Live tour made the cut. Mm. It was actually a really strong showing for Live. I'm not a crazy big fan of that tournament or that event. What what whatever the hell it is? League. So League, thank you. I couldn't think of the word. It was a really good showing for them.
0: Uh, how did our draft go? I mean, we already kind of touched on it uh that you have almost definitely won, but you want to run through our list really quick? Our teams? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I'll pull this list up right here. On Caleb's team, he has Rory McElroy, Tiger Woods, Colin Morikawa, Xander Shoffley, and Min Woo Lee.
0: Got to get the min man in there. Wanted a crazy I get, one to finish off the day.
2: Min Woo Lee did not even make the cut. Tiger withdrew into the third round. Rory the did not. Make did the weather Was
0: not in Tiger's favor this weekend. If he we get the cut, if we get the start, if we don't get the start and stop all weekend, I think we get a much better showing out of our boy.
2: I think so too. But Rory, that's just yeah, he had a bad tournament. Mark Hall and Xander were solid. They both had good tournaments. Yeah. Then for that. my team, the problem for you was my team. Scotty Scheffler, Max Homa, John Rom, Spieth, and Cam Smith. Homa and Smith both finished over, but otherwise, like, Spieth finished second. Rom won. Scotty finished tied for 10th. Like, I ran you.
0: Yeah, you did. Is John and Rom's not- full name Jonathan?
2: Yeah, and it, I Rom's not even. It's pronounced Juan. Juan Ram. <laughs> <Not enough. laughs> um oh. Yeah. John Ram Rodriguez. Oh, it's
0: not. It's not I was really. hoping it was I thought I was hoping I could make a little Jonathan Ramathan Rom- joke there, but wasn't gonna work out. That sucks.
2: But that's my master's recap.
0: Uh I wish I would have got to watch more of it. Um uh, it seemed like the the live storyline was fun. I don't I don't love live. I think we're pretty well on the record that we don't love uh sports leagues held up by blood money on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I think we're I think we're pretty staunchly anti blood money and anti murdering and chopping up journalists. Yep. But fun storyline for sure.
2: Yeah, totally. They have a really strong showing.
0: Uh, let's switch it over. Keep it in the sports realm for now. Head over to the MLB. Little check in. How we feeling, Louis? Riding a uh, quite the comeback from the Cubs this afternoon.
1: Yeah. How you They're, feeling about the I, Cubbies? Let me tell you, Dansby Swanson. He he was shortstop four in the free agent market. Who he's done nothing but hit. Yeah. He's had and play Gold Glove caliber defense. So big into him.
0: He's having uh, a little bit of a fuck you season, and I kind of love it.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, he was four for four again tonight. Um, he's just crushing, just absolutely crushing. So, what is good for him? What
0: are his slash lines right now if he was four for four again tonight?
1: Um, so, he is averaging on the season's 400, his on base percentage, 467. Oh, Slugging's only 450. So, he's just only. At, just so, breaking. he's just at the 917 OPS, but he's 0. 0.5. Oh, war and he has three defensive runs saved already good for him um, but like my favorite thing about this baseball season the Cubs have stolen 10 bases already in 10 games that's the, that, that's what I want to see I want all of the stolen bases
2: yeah it's been a significantly easier to steal bases this year and fans are loving it it's it's entertaining as hell to watch
1: absolutely
2: I. Uh, I'm going to steal the segue from you here, Caleb. It actually sets up kind of how it's sitting with us, the new rules of, you know, making it easier to steal bases by widening mm-hmm. the base paths, the pitch clock. How has it worked out so far?
0: Um, I think the bases are great. I think there's yeah. absolutely nothing wrong with changing the bases. Makes stealing more of a realistic strategy. Super a fun. A real threat. Takes away potential for injury at first base. Awesome. Great. Softball's had it right since the foundation of that sport when they put those extra bases in. Uh-huh. Um, the pitch clock is tough. I don't know how to feel about the pitch clock. Is it shortening games and potentially making it better for the average person to watch baseball? Probably, right?
1: I think – so the the comparison I've seen is it makes for a better television program, but it's not good in the ballpark. Like, it's changed your ballpark dynamic. Yeah, and I also think it's changed
0: the ethos of the sport a little bit, to be completely honest. like Totally. Baseball has always been – like, one of the cool things about it has always been that, like, at the end of the day, there is no clock. And granted, you can't really run out the clock in this situation – But, like, there is no clock, and the end of the day, the pitcher has to go out on the mound and get the batter out. You know, with his stuff, he has to go against the other person's stuff.
2: You always have to give someone a chance.
0: Yeah. And this, you still do, right? But it's not gone, but it's like, it feels different. It feels kind of icky.
2: There's something, too, that drama build between pitches there's something to that yes pitcher staring a batter down who's gonna ice who out
0: think of think of that think of that um i mean one of the examples that jumps to my mind is mookie's 14 pitch at bat that ends in a go-ahead grand slam yeah i don't think i think it'll be insane if we see an at-bat go past 10 pitches this year i think it would be insane at the current speed of the pitch clock and everything. If a bag goes past 10.
2: Yeah. Someone's yeah. going to get gassed.
1: Hmm. Yeah. That, that makes sense.
0: You know, like some of that excitement is gone.
1: Totally. And Did you say so that Milwaukee it's brewers bad. have already adjusted and they're now extending beer sales. Yes.
0: Eighth inning? Yeah. Yep. Super smart. Super so. smart.
2: I, I agree with the points you made, Caleb. It makes it more digestible for the average viewer, which MLB was struggling with viewership numbers. Mm-hmm. Need to define a way to get the average viewer back in. Get it. Such that's a money thing, but it is what it is. Um, But at the end of the day, it's kind of like the heart and soul of some of the sport kind of goes with it.
0: It doesn't ruin it, right? Like it's not a rule that's going to ruin baseball, like some people say. That's – that's fucking hyperbole, but it doesn't feel great either.
1: No, well, you're right. have to start. Their games, like I think, their biggest problem is postseason games start too goddamn late for people on the east coast. Yep. Yeah. Um, postseason games have to start midday out west so that they it's equitable. Yeah. And yeah. and it also means kids need to skip school. Kids need to or leave earlier, listen to a radio, or look at look at it online. You yeah, know? Um, but who doesn't like
0: know. who doesn't like stealing a little bit of a peek at work? Who doesn't yeah. like throwing off the last two hours of your workday just to watch the re- watch a baseball team play in your team Nothing
1: up. is more American than that.
0: Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, the only thing more American would be going to the ballpark on your leaving work skipping, and going to the ballpark, skipping
2: work to go to the ballpark.
0: The only yes. thing more out of, more American. Ferris Bueller had it right.
1: We gotta go. We gotta go. We got so much show.
0: We do. Um, all right. Uh any sort of okay, we got Louie's thoughts on the cubbies. What kind of like I mean, how are you feeling about the Giants, Ross? Let's just do our teams kinda and in, in any I mean we should probably talk about the Rays being almost undefeated like undefeated we, through eleven games, but how are you feeling about the Giants?
2: We suck. Yeah, you guys are bad.
0: <laughs> oh bad
1: no, man. we suck again.
2: <laughs> We're really bad, man. I don't have a lot of
0: analysis. It's tough. <laughs> Um, I I feel you, I feel you big time.
2: You do, you understand.
0: The Red Sox are really bad. <laughs> well, they're not. The Red Sox are perfectly fine in a division that's really good. Um, they're gonna be a really even middle of the pack ball team throughout the entire season. I think, maybe. Um, as long as Kluber and Sale can start fourteen games this season. Maybe, hopefully. Um, But yeah, they're just not good.
2: Yeah. I'm glad you're having fun, Louis.
0: Giving up double digits to the Orioles on opening day was just not the way to start off the season. (laughs) It's just about about as not what you want as it could possibly be. Um, And the Rays. The Rays are 11-0. The Rays are two games away from tying the best start in baseball history. They're also, what was it, Louie? They're plus 62 run differential. Is that correct?
1: Plus 62 run differential. Have,
0: and have only given up 20 runs in 11 games.
1: Yep. And they've got 25 knocks in 11 games. They have they have more home runs than they've allowed runs.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's crazy.
2: Net, Nets closest team is the Braves at eight and four.
0: Next closest team in the American League, uh, Yankees, it, Twins, and Rangers, all at seven and four, just to put it all in perspective.
2: Of kind of interesting to see the Rangers up there. I like it.
0: I do too. I really like seeing the the Rangers up there. Oh, and the Cubs took two out of three from them, too. From the Rangers?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. That's a good yeah, the ball club. Yeah, AL West has
1: been good to the Cubs. They're four and one against the AL West. That's a good ball club down there in Texas. Mm hmm. Well, we, uh, all, they, we also got to avoid um, uh, DeGrom before he goes on the DL, too, so. Definitely helps. Um,
0: all right, let's get moving here. Heading into a quick kind of rapid fire, rest of our miscellaneous, before we hop into a big Star Wars end of the show. We've got a Harry Potter reboot in the works over on HBO Max, or in the future soon, just Max. How are we feeling about a reboot of Harry Potter as a television series starting from book one and going for seven seasons through book seven? Everybody.
2: The movies are perfect.
1: I'm really looking forward to the character development in Filch. <laughs> that one episode that's <laughs> going to be about him and the cat.
0: Imagine they do it. Um, they do it the Last of Us style too, and we just get an entire random filch episode. Oh, no. it'd be. I'm okay if they do it that way. I, I think that's the only way I'm okay with it.
1: They have to. They have to just really go deep on stupid ass shit, right? Yeah. Yep. Like
0: the only benefit of the TV series over the movie is like they're gonna get to go into the weird, stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the only benefit.
1: And and uh, a new group of um, nine eight right currently eight year old uh, British actors are about to become super fucking famous for the rest of their fucking lives. Yep. Yeah. So
0: have fun for children. Honestly, though, the the original golden trio kind of compared to what whatever these kids are gonna have to deal with got off so light. Yeah. Before the age of the internet, before
1: and the, the crazy thing shout out to the three of them they they were they did not fuck up and become terrible humans it's crazy no. that none of
0: them went batshit crazy i mean right? dan radcliffe I mean, you can argue no, but like, like
2: he he's different he didn't go batshit crazy like in Bieber the bad way or something
0: like that no. he didn't do it in the disney channel way yes
1: yes no, shout out to all three of them i think they've done well in their you know even Rupert Grant is still continuing to act in in things. So yeah,
0: and I mean, fucking Emma Watson's like gonna save the world. So
2: she is like every man's crush ever.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, I just don't get why you do this when there's so much else there.
2: I mean, we have the what is it? How the magic beast one.
0: Fantastic beast and where to find them.
2: F- Fantastic beasts and where to find them.
0: Respect on one of the best Hufflepuffs of all time, Newt's Commander's name. Thank you very much.
2: Dude, fuck Hufflepuff. <laughs> I'll run your ass. Yeah. <laughs> get more become
0: um, more become get more pick me energy, Gryffindor. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um the new harry potter game just came out there there's a lot going on in the world right now and they've all and didn't they sign on to do a show around yes. the time of the game
0: yes why
2: don't we just yeah why don't we spend more time there oh
0: give me a seven season hair like wizarding world show following all through all seven years of of school absolutely that sounds dope
2: or do the intro- or you know it doesn't what?
0: need to be harry potter
2: we t- Follow the flashbacks of Tom Riddle as he transformed into Voldemort.
0: Do that, or just do now. Do 2023 Wizarding World. What does that look like? Yeah. We're 30 years away from the original in world logic from the original movies. Like, that's the same exact gap as um, original trilogy to sequels. Like, just do a new set of people at the same place.
2: J.K. is not coming back. You can start creating a material, maybe. Yeah.
1: All right, I got your Dumbledore cast right here. Hit me, Ewan McGregor.
0: I'm in, actually. Give me Ewan forget McGregor. I,
1: forget everything I just said.
0: I'm in, actually. Uh, a
2: younger <laughs> Dumbledore?
0: Give me, give me, give give me that.
1: Yeah. No, I'm, I'm in. No, I'm actually okay with that. You know, he's. You say younger? He's in his late fifties, man. Yeah, he's an older guy now. He's, he's, wrapped, like Dumbledore he's older old. than Alec Guinness was when he played uh, Obi Wan in, in the first Star Wars. That's hilarious. He doesn't,
2: he doesn't look Dumbledore old.
0: Yes, yeah, because he he's fucking
1: he's Obi-Wan got Kenobi.
2: Hair. He's fucking beautiful.
1: He's fucking well, Obi-Wan Kenobi, that's why. And he's with he's with uh Harrison Dula in real life. That's his wife. Yeah, I know. I saw that.
0: There was there was a bunch of funny jokes rolling around Twitter about Jason's parentage, after, Jason sindula's parentage after that. <laughs> uh, um, we got a Street Fighter movie in the works from Legendary. Interesting in its own right. The more interesting thing with Legendary getting the rights, that means they still have to shop it around to a distributor. Who has the other really big fighting game movie franchise that had a pretty good first installment not too long ago?
2: Max!
0: Warner Brothers, who has a lot of money to throw around right now? Warner Brothers, who needs a little bit of juice for their brand new combined streaming service? Warner Brothers? Yep. Street Fighter,
1: cross Mortal Kombat
0: movie? Anybody?
1: Apple. <laughs> Apple, fuck it up and buy it.
0: Honestly, probably. Probably. Um, I don't have really anything else to say on this. I love Street Fighter 2, and I've only ever played Street Fighter 2. That's pretty I much it. it. <laughs> the Muppets are back. Yes. Greg Goldstein's hyped. Also... Muppets Mayhem Rockstar Muppets in. Almost yeah. as in, almost as in as when you told me the most I legit one of the most I've ever been in on a project just from a one sentence description was when somebody walked up to me and said, Hey, are you planning on seeing the new Muppets movie where they're all drug addicts and Melissa McCarthy's also in it? And I was like, he, fucking, yeah, of course I am.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, fucking of course I'm ready to watch that. Um this one, right below that.
1: Uh, I've always been a doctor teeth fan so bring it gotta love the doctor teeth. teeth Ross what's your favorite muppet uh,
2: uh oh uh, I guess
0: Am I exposing ross as a as a
2: cookie monster but
1: camilla the chicken
2: cookie monster
0: um okay I respect that I respect that
1: there's no hate for Cookie Monster. No, there can't be. He's on Sesame Street. We're talking about the Muppet Show. Yeah. You know, it's okay. <laughs> I, honest <laughs> to God,
2: I honest to God don't know a Muppet. I said that thinking honestly. I think the Muppets are the same fucking thing. Well, technically, yes. But
0: Technically, you are correct. But I do not believe Cookie Monster has ever been in the Muppets lineup.
2: I don't know a fucking Muppet, then.
1: Yes, you do. You don't what, know like Elmo. No, they no! have all Sesame Street. Kermit the Frog, Gonzo, Miss, Miss Piggy, Piggy Froggy, Animal, oh, Beaker, oh. Fozzie Bear. I don't know, you know the Swedish well. Chef. Other
0: random residual people. Who just I never has has a a watched. Weird, normal name. I
2: never watched that. I I know Kermit from memes more than anything.
1: All right. All right. <sighs> ah, I think really just need to pivot.
2: There's These no, fucking there's no kids nowadays, segue. Louis.
0: Jesus Christ!
2: That was a really tough moment for me. I'm not gonna lie.
0: <laughs> the Super Mario Brothers movie, after everything we've been saying, comes out biggest opening weekend for an animated movie of all time.
1: Sorry, I had to. I just had to.
0: Uh, it's getting really, really
1: good reviews. Is it getting great reviews? I, the the no. review I heard is it's a cool movie to take your seven year old to. Yeah. Which, is, yeah. which is a good review, but. It's getting no. very
0: good reviews, like consistently 7.5 reviews. Yeah. Which sounds perfect to me. That's, yeah, you all, that's all you could ever hope for out of a Super we, Mario Brothers movie.
2: We also forget this is also great on the video game movie scale.
0: True. On a video game movie scale, this thing's a fucking 14 out of 10.
1: Yeah. John Leguizamo hates it, though. He won't go see it. John Leguizamo's pissed. Yeah. He's super pissed. He should be um, pissed that he didn't bring him back for John Wick 4, either.
0: Honestly. Uh, I think... Maybe the most fun piece of news out of uh, the Mario movie right now is that Jack Black is eligible for an Emmy for his song Peaches, in which he, in the Bowser voice, just goes, Peaches, 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 (laughs) over and over (laughs) again. Shit! (laughs) I fucking love Jack Black so much. We'll get into it in a bit here when we start talking about Mandalorian, but there was a great tweet um, that I saw earlier today that was just... I'll believe Jack Black in anything. I could get abducted by ali- actual aliens and see Jack Black just strolling around with some of them and just accept it. Be like, yeah, that's Jack Black. He's with the aliens. And that's <laughs> so true. I will accept Jack Black in any situation ever.
1: I just respect his, his commitment to facial hair now at this point. Me in too. Right? N-
0: nobody has ever been more dedicated to the bit than jack black and it's probably because it's not a bit but nobody's ever been dedicated to the bit as much as he is yeah
2: oh 100 i still think back to was it jimmy kimmel where he did they made that song to like the beep the bop it (laughs) yes
0: one two three motherfuckers (laughs) so good uh what a fucking national treasure he is absolutely
2: another human that genuinely no one disliked.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, What do we... Sorry, I lost my track here. Um, I haven't seen Super Mario Bros. movie yet. Hopefully, maybe we can talk about it next week. I think I was going to go see it this weekend, but we'll see. Maybe we all see it. Maybe we don't.
1: I don't know if I'm going to see it. That's I did John Wick 4? Did you guys John Wick 4? I did not, not John Wick 4
0: yet. Oh. Uh i was honestly thinking about a double feature because super mario bros into john wick seems like a super fun double feature
1: i don't think it would suck uh
0: best double feature i've ever had still is toy story 4 into spider-man homecoming
2: oh oh
0: such a good back-to-back just pure nostalgia for six hours um First bit of Star Wars Celebration news, not actually Star Wars related, but happened at the event. We got what is maybe the last Indiana Drones trailer before release? Maybe one more?
1: Maybe. There'll be teaser trailers. There'll be like teasers during the NBA Finals. Yeah.
0: With a little bit of recycled footage and a little bit of new.
1: Yeah.
2: Be like Uh, five uh, seconds of new footage.
0: Yeah.
1: So, Uh, who is she? I don't know. Right? She's his goddaughter, but they don't like who's her dad? They don't I
0: don't we don't know. They don't go into it. It is confusing. I am intriguing, I guess, is better.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm just curious. For sure.
0: Um so. looks great though. I mean, as the last trailers have. Looks like super fun Indiana Jones.
1: Perhaps his dad her dad got lost in his own museum.
0: Perhaps. Uh, our other bit, uh, oh, we got two HBO Max newses in a row. We'll start off with Euphoria season three. I'm not a huge fan of this piece of news. Five year time jump. Uh. And the reason I'm not a huge fan of this piece of news is because I'm not entirely unsure that it's not because of all of the kind of weird allegations with the director and some of the cast not wanting to come back. And yeah, that seems more like the reason why they would do this
1: yeah right i think well i think there's there there's wisdom in doing it in the sense that one when you start a show and you have older than high school people playing high school characters yeah and you're not cranking out that show bam 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 now you've got 27 year old luke perry playing a 17 year old before long so true so i think fast forwarding five years is is a is a healthy move i mean you know tom holland fortunately still looks like he can be 17 in in the spider-verse but there's not a
0: whole lot of uh people that can pull that one off
1: yeah 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 that's fair
0: that's a totally fair reasoning for it
1: um so we'll see we'll see i think and and i I don't know it'll but but i'll be curious though because like one of the things that what drew people to it was the fact that it was so scintillating, right? It was yeah, this is don't let your high if you have a high school kid, don't watch this because this is what high school kids are like now. And everybody expects college kids to be fuck-ups. So yeah, true. True. So how much further are they gonna try to push shit? I
0: think for- you also, especially being on HBO Max, you run into the risk of like comps to sex lives of college girls now. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. run the risk of just being like the edgier version of that.
1: Well, at least they'll hold a scene for more than forty-five seconds.
0: Forty-five seconds,
1: yeah.
2: I I will say it. It does become there are consistently moments throughout the show that become memes online. Yeah. I guess that carries something to it. I don't know. We'll wait and see.
0: Nothing. Yeah, we'll definitely two. we'll see. I mean, I have confidence the Zendaya in her role as EP and kind of seemingly having somewhat of the final say we will be all right, but we'll see.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, the other bit of HBO news, more uh, streaming service news related, but we finally got a name for HBO Max and Discovery Plus. They did better than, uh, what was it? Was it Paramount? Uh,
1: Paramount Plus Showtime Plus. Paramount
0: Plus Showtime Plus. Yeah. <laughs> HBO Max and Discovery Plus will be called Max moving forward beginning in either May or June. Not decided yet, but it'll run at a $16 a month price point. Technically less than if you would have been paying for both individually.
2: Yeah. Still the, the highest price point Plus? for
0: um, documentaries. Good, Really good documentaries. I really like uh, – Discovery Plus is a great addition to the HBO Max – lineup because they weren't great in the in the documentary front i still think they're way overpaid for it
1: but now they're going to make me pay for that yeah i just watched a great documentary on prime it was about reggie jackson it was really good (laughs) it was really good and i watched one about quentin tarantino i watched two documentaries this week i'm i don't need to pay more fuck
0: That's super fair. Technically, a, a discount if you would to get them both. Yeah, and it's only a dollar more than it, HBO not if Max. they're bundling
1: it. It's fucking cable. <laughs> yeah. No, it's cable. Uh, what? Want to get? They're gonna make me get HGTV next? Those fuckers.
0: Hey, I'll take HGTV. I love me some HGTV.
1: Fuck! That was one, like, one of the best things about cutting the cord, man. House Hunters. <laughs> oh. Flippers. Yeah. Come on. Have you done an entire weekend with those fucking morons? Those <laughs> the, the the people down in Waco? Jesus Christ.
0: Move marathons. Come on.
1: Marathon. Blue, you're talking
2: Magnolia Network.
1: Well, I'm talking, yeah, I was talking about that show. Um, the the brothers. God, we watch the brothers a lot. Yeah, there's all this shit's been on in my house way too much. <laughs> for me,
2: it was always um. Was it, the f- people that would buy storage? Storage Wars.
0: Oh, yeah. T- Tisha's on the other side of this argument being like, this fucking Star Wars is on the goddamn TV again.
1: I go to other rooms. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I go
2: to other rooms. No, wait. Last one. American Chopper.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: That was an elite show.
0: Um, I said this earlier. Before we started recording, and I'm going to reiterate it for the podcast, this piece of news would have been the single most important piece of news of the entire two weeks since we've had our last podcast, if Star Wars Celebration didn't happen. Shrek 5 (laughs) is in the works. Hold your fucking butts, people.
1: Cameron Diaz is back.
0: The original voice cast, A. Murphy's back. Cameron Diaz is back. They're all back. I'm so excited what, for this. If you can't what tell. What are you
2: doing in my swamp?
0: <laughs> I Can love we, the Shrek movies so much. just wrote fun. an
1: entire article in his school paper why Shrek 2 was the best of all the Shreks. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. Shrek He's 2 is the best son. of all the Shreks. He's my son.
0: <laughs> uh, we'll hop into the MCU for a hot second here. We got a trailer for the Marvels. We got a little bit of uh, discourse here between me and Ross, at least. We haven't got Louis' thoughts on it yet, but I was a fan of the trailer. I don't love it. I was a fan of it. Ross, you were not so much of a fan.
2: It, you made it sound like I hated it. I just didn't think it was that good.
1: Yeah, it, no, I didn't make it, it sound like you hated it. Come on. Did you watch Miss Marvel, Ross? I forget.
2: Yeah, I finished Miss Marvel.
1: Okay, okay. I that was, I, I was like seeing with it. her again. I like Kamala Khan. I thought she, she was an
2: interesting. Me too. She has a she adds. I will say, just in the trailer alone, she adds so much personality.
0: That's mm-hmm. the best thing about this. Mm-hmm. As as powerful and interesting of a character as um, Cara Danvers Captain is, Marvel, as. Cool as Monica Rambeau can be, they're both like hard edges. We needed a little bit of fun. Yeah,
2: yeah, totally.
1: It's well, and and I mean it's this it'll be the second movie that really tries to uh take the TV shows. I mean, because WandaVision gave us Doctor Strange, but this this is really taking taking two of the three characters are from or have been given to us from the show. So yes, I'm curious how they, they weave that in. Um, it's going to be interesting because, you know, has everybody seen the shows so that will go to the movie?
2: Totally. <laughs> yeah. This is this uh, is really going to
1: test how loyal your following is. But you also have and then you have Secret Invasion coming out in July or June, which should get us back in the land of Nick Fury, too. So totally seeing him in the in the preview was kind of fun. Caleb, I can't believe you didn't put anything about the Blue Beetle trailer in here, though.
0: Uh I'm sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I it's still because it has Miguel from Cobra Kai in it. So it does know. have Miguel from Cobra Kai in it. Um, Jimmy Woo, maybe? Hopefully,
2: please,
0: please. We need a return of the Woo. We really do. It's been enough
1: time. that yeah, give he us. Wasn't an Ant Man. Oh, he, was, I... or he No, he was. He, oh, wasn't. he was. The very beginning of of Quantumania. Is he? They're getting ice cream or something.
0: Oh, you're right. You're right. It's like a parole check-in. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Like yeah.
1: a montage piece, but yeah. Still haven't seen it, guys.
2: Jesus. Well, we ain't.
1: I, you don't get spoiler warnings in two months later, Ross. That that ship has sailed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing is, that's not the worst thing you've said on this podcast. That still doesn't top the Muppets.
2: This this episode alone. What's Ross, really bad? Just is think, just think the
0: about the sequel. Ross, just think about this. There's always a chance that you might meet Brett Goldstein in real life. Always a chance. Yeah. Do you really want to do that having not watched The Muppets?
2: I don't fucking care.
0: Fair enough. Uh, Let's move on. Let's talk about Star Wars. This was a massive week for Star Wars. Every celebration week is... Last year, we got pretty much the roadmap moving for the next four or five years of Star Wars between the Acolyte announcement, between all of the TV shows. Um, last year's when we found out about Obi-Wan. Last year's when we found about uh, found out about uh, Visions and uh, Tales of the Jedi and all of this stuff. This year, we got another run of huge announcements, this time on the big screen. We've been wondering when Star Wars was going to return to the big screen. We finally have our answer. Three new movies. We'll go through them in announcement order. Uh, First, actually, this is not announcement order. We're going through them in the order that I put them on this screen. We've got (laughs) the continuation of the Skywalker saga. Uh, I don't know what they're going to call it. I'm thinking they'll call it ten, right?
2: I mean, I told, I kept saying that they want the X.
0: They want the X. Raise a Skywalker. I would assume um, they're calling it Star Wars Episode Ten.
1: I no. saw a note from Kathleen Kennedy this week saying that all movies are going to have the scroll scrolling at the beginning of the show. Good. It, that they felt there was a mistake by not doing it in Rogue One and not doing it in Solo. Good. So they're. Fuck it, we're we're doing that in everything. So I like it. I like it.
0: Um, this movie will be Ray centric. It is 15 years after the rise of Skywalker and follows Ray rebuilding the Jedi Order. This will be is the movie that's directed by Charmian Obeyed Shinoi. Um, I'm into this. I'm super into this. I oh I I, I think Ray's got a lot of untapped potential still. I love Daisy Ridley. Um, rebuilding the Jedi Order is cool. Like and and doing it in a better way.
2: We, right. we are all Daisy Ridley fans here. I, I I'm with you. I think they tried to split too much between Ray, Finn, Poe, and it, it, not to mention the jumping between the incoherent story flow between seven, eight, nine. Yep. I think having it just focused on Ray, just having her go through her own journey will kind of help narrow the focus of the story.
0: Just one movie two hours to finish you know, your story off
2: we which we say that i say that but they very easily are gonna try and set this up so it can pivot into 100%. another show and another movie
0: 100 why why would you refound the jedi order if not to bring in new jedi that you can tell new stories with for sure
2: totally yeah
0: also a continuation that. of some of the ones we have there is the opportunity that we get you know who which of the jedi that survived order 66 we we're gonna get grogu 100 yeah um Cal Kestis is going to be in his seventies here. It's not out of the realm of possibility that we see him, uh, depending on what happens in Jedi Survivor.
1: Yeah, um,
0: okay. Ahsoka is still on th- is absolutely still on the table. Ooh, uh well, she you will see what be, happens in the show. She will be older in age, but absolutely still on the table.
2: Well, and also, do we know how her species ages?
0: Uh, slower than humans in Star Wars, but not like definitely not Yoda level. Nobody is. Nobody is. Um, okay.
1: Who else well, is still bopping and around? And
0: Palpatine, that fucking guy. And Palps. That, um, uh, Ezra, Ezra is still bopping around out there. We gotta see what the Ahsoka show does with e- that.
2: As Ezra, by that point, would he be in, like, his 30s?
0: No, Ezra Ooh. would be old. Ezra's Ezra older than be... Luke.
2: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, Ezra's, yeah. what, like, probably a decade older than Luke?
2: Oh, I was way sure.
0: off. Well, I don't know. Let me do the math here. Um, Rebels starts in 4 BBY... So Luke would be 14. Ezra's like Is that actually, right? Actually comps. Yeah, they're really similar actually. Ezra might be pump? a year or two 16, older. 15. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So
0: Ezra's um, definitely still on the table. Um
2: this is a smaller one but the kid with the broomstick. Yes. He up I would lo-
0: they have to do that. If there's any respect for Ryan Johnson left at Lucas Arts for that fucking wonderful movie he made, if you don't put that kid with the broom in there, I'll riot.
2: That she would be like in his twenties.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't give a fuck if he's a big character or not. I just need to see him.
2: Finn. Finn. I mean, they're they're gonna yeah. bring Finn in if
0: Boyega but, will do it. If Boyega will do it, they'll absolutely do it. Give me Finn with repurposed stormtrooper armor like Obi Wan in the Clone Wars. Come on.
2: Well, absolutely flesh and, out. I mean,
0: he's
1: he has Jedi potential. Yeah, we know 100%. That.
2: We know in the movies, he said he was going to tell Ray he had the force.
0: He has a connection to the force, 100%. Well, everybody has a connection to the force, force. but he has a strong connection to the force. He has, fuck off with your midichlorians. Sorry, George. I know that you invented them. Get fucked, bud. (laughs) Um, I think that's pretty much it as far as like established. Yeah. Pretty much it. But yeah, we've got a bunch Uh, of opportunities there.
2: Survivor could introduce a bunch more.
0: Also true. Also true. Would love it if Survivor introduced a bunch more. Um, Let's keep going here. We've got a... I don't know if this is... I don't know between these next two which one I'm most excited about. Um, I actually can't decide. We've got a Mando-era movie directed by Filoni, uh fully about the conflict between the Imperial Remnant and the New Republic. This is going to be the formation of the First Order. Uh, this is going to be... I hope gonna bring in some of Alphabet Squadron, which is that series of novels that I rave about whenever we talk about this era of Star Wars. It's...
1: I think it... I'm worried about this as a one-off, one-off movie, because I think there's too much content to try to mix in. Mm. If they're talking about, because it's they're saying it's going to have Ahsoka, it's going to have Mando, it's going to have, you know, I'm I'm just too concerned that you know, I mean, we can talk a little bit about Mando in a minute, but like I think there's a lot going on right now in the shows. This, I I do think they are set.
0: I do think they are setting up some of these storylines because some of these storylines that we're doing in Mando are not relevant to current Dinjarin cares at all or right. Grogu cares at all.
1: So I, in, I mean, interesting- I'm curious, and I and I I don't want to. I mean, it's Felony, so I do want to trust him and and give him the benefit of the doubt. But right now, I'm trying to perceive what it's going to look like.
2: Yeah, I I have a thought. We're not talking about enough. This is. This is gonna sound really dumb saying this, but like how the Avengers, you had all the storylines come in just one movie and then all these storylines played away throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. It it was a movie that relied entirely upon the fan having watched other content. Mm-hmm. This very easily could be a movie just like that. This will be the
0: most important to be caught up on Star Wars movie, I think, that has ever existed.
2: Star Wars movies shows, I think this is just gonna be one of those movies where if you've been watching everything. You'll be in the loop. If you haven't been, you're just going to be lost. We're not going to try to stop for you.
0: I hope so. Um, Will this be the first Dave Filoni-directed project that does not show us Order 66? It's cool. Dave Filoni he'll loves won. his Order 66.
2: They'll have to. Will
0: he? Let's get away from it. Let's get away from it.
2: I, like... Uh we say that i agree with you but i mean they're
0: dave dave loves it though he loves
2: it there's still shit they can can come up with from it It,
0: yeah as we can see from mandalorian they're still adding new nuances to it and really kind of maybe radically changing thoughts on it with some stuff um our last one that we got announced is the most out there and potentially the most exciting um it is being described as a biblical epic by Lucas Arts, set twenty five thousand years before the prequels, detailing the first Jedi. Isn't, so we're gonna see like... we're gonna see the Sith when the Sith are a race instead of like an or like an organization. Um, I'm super excited for the potential of this one.
1: So. I, I will know more how I feel about it in July. Yes. Because this is James Mangold. This will be his second Lucasfilms thing because he's given us Indiana Jones this summer. He did give us Logan and he did a masterful job with Logan. So I think so so he he has gravity. He understands gravity for um places with his nerds. Mm. So so let's see if he delivers on in June 30th with her with Indiana Jones. And then if he if he does, then I'm going to then I'm just going to jump all the way in. OK. I think that's a I, super, super valid take.
2: I think a lot of my optimism hinges on the next few months of content of Mando finish of Survivor of Ahsoka. Seeing okay. how all those if we can the Mando showed we can like take a run a good story. And and or two, so I'm anxious to see that they keep that running. If that makes sense,
1: mm-hmm. and do they let him get to actually fucking do it? Because because yep. Lindelof was doing one, and now he's not. You know, I mean, Tyke is doing one, or is he? You know, yeah. I mean, like everything is Ryan Johnson, Ryan Johnson's trilogy. So so I guess don't tease me about it until I until I can show me show me a rough cut. Show- I will give me hope.
0: I forgot to mention it earlier, but the Ray movie directed by Charmino B. Chinoe is the movie that Lindelof was attached to.
1: Correct, correct. But, I'm, you know, that's what I'm saying. But now – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who, Who's writing it now? It's not – I can't remember. It's a couple weeks ago we were talking yeah, about Yeah, I
0: can't remember the name either. So. But, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there, that, that that project did not die, that it is still alive. Um, But it is still not maybe in the greatest place, maybe.
1: Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? I mean Lord and Miller were doing solo and then it became Ron Howard had to fix it. So true. Very true.
0: Uh and who knows? Uh it might have been that Lindelof, who is historically pretty bad at endings, didn't write a re- great ending. Could have been. Uh especially for if this is like a 10 ending, like you gotta you gotta really land the ending there. So maybe Lindelof ten wasn't ending. maybe ending. Lindelof wasn't the guy the whole time.
1: I'm, I'm gonna tell you something else. Fast 10
0: is not going to end that either. No, it's not, and it shouldn't. It's all about the family, baby.
1: I actually am hyped by the trailer for that.
0: So. Me <laughs> But that's probably not surprising, considering as me. As soon
1: as John Cena shows up,
0: yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, Our next set of news, we got a full trailer for Ahsoka. Our assumptions are confirmed. Let's go get Ezra.
1: Let's go get Ezra and let's go kick Thrawn's ass.
0: And let's yep. go probably bring back Thrawn to the rest of the Star Wars universe because that's way too good of a character to let leave sitting out there. Yeah. Oh, Heir to, the em- to the Empire, baby.
1: There's going to be... I don't. I wouldn't even be surprised if we see Thrawn. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think we will. But we're going to hear his name dropped in the next two weeks. Um, the next two Wednesdays, we're going to hear Thrawn. Get,
0: I'm getting convinced i i'm starting to put these things together especially because it's hmm, i almost went spoiler there we've got something to talk about in the mando recap because i've got a great theory for how we're connecting thrawn into this
2: was this the one you and i discussed Caleb? uh
0: with sabine yep yes yeah 100 that's my I theory
2: think, fuck you. i think
0: that's the connection okay then that can be that can be your theory We'll talk about it in a second. Um, the other really huge piece of news, specifically about this show, every single episode of the show written by Dave Filoni. Very in on that, Dave finally get, which is entirely justifiable considering Dave Filoni uh, created created, re, created Rebels out of thin air.
1: Yeah. He, well, didn't he create Ahsoka? Yeah. He, he also he created the, the character War of Ahsoka. Show, right. Yeah, he wrote the Clone Wars movie. Yes, he created show, Ahsoka and then Rebels. He owns yeah. Ahsoka, hundred
0: percent. She's not that George's. Is... No, not at all. Um, I'm super excited for this. I continue to be super excited for this. We've talked about Ahsoka in, and finally getting the continuation of Rebels, and what that really means. Like this is, I think the biggest like fan service thing that LucasArts has ever done, to be honest.
2: Rogue Uh, One was pretty fanservice-y.
0: It was. But this is, (laughs) like... This is something we were... Like, we knew about... We got told what the events of Rogue One were with that line in um, A New Hope, right? A lot of whatever the name was died for this information. Many
1: Bothans died for this?
0: Yes. But we didn't get to see it. We've got to see this. We got to see at least a snippet of this almost a decade ago now, and we're finally technically getting.
1: The, technically, the Bothans was in Jedi. Was Mon Mothma saying it? You're right. I'm sorry. You're absolutely I, I hate to right. Go comic book guy on you, but you know. No, I. You're absolutely right. I get it. Uh, what else we, I get? we got? I hate myself our... right now so much.
0: Um. Actually. <laughs> We got our first look at Acolyte. Which was interesting. Um, yeah. We got like more of a solid time frame on it. So we do know that it is like the end of the High Republic era. So roughly a hundred years or so before the prequels. Um, Our first look shows some Jedi. uh, Some youngling Jedi training in the Jedi Temple. Um, So we're definitely, you know, kind of the confirmations of the assumptions on the name like Acolyte. It's gonna be a former Jedi turning to the dark side. I'm in. I'm in. That's all I need is my little my little nudge to be a little bit more excited about Acolyte coming out soon. We don't get a whole lot, but an exciting bit. Also big time cast. Did you guys see some of these names?
1: Manny Jacinto <laughs> um it's, yeah I just want him to yell out Bortles once. From The Good Place. And then I'll be <laughs> vegan Jason Mendoza for just a second.
0: Okay, I love it. We've also got Daphne Keene, Ling Jung Jae, um Amanda Stenberg's in it. I'm definitely missing some names. Uh, Carrie Jamie Ann Moss. Yes, Carrie Ann Moss. Um, I feel like we've got most of them that have been announced so far. Charlie Barnett, also excited about that. Um, But yeah, excited about that show. The more I think Most exciting show news outside of Ahsoka we got was this Andor Season 2 footage. Um, Also, some of the only footage that was shown in Star Wars Celebration that was also shown wide. Um, Some of this stuff, we haven't actually seen the footage that they showed in in the Star Wars Celebration, but Andor Season 2 footage showing the rising tide of Rebellion. We're seeing everything's starting to form we're starting to see the beginning of the rebel alliance as opposed to the uh disparate rebellions which is cool i really In like the angle of uh
1: um mon mothma and cassian walking together yep
0: oh. yep i really i really enjoy the angle that they're taking for andor and showing like the the conversion from disparate rebellions to the rebel alliance i think it's really fun
1: and well, it was all. I, I thought it was cool that uh, Mon Mothma popped up in uh, Ahsoka as well. Yes, she did. She popped up in the Ahsoka trailer. I like that too. Um. So she's she's now the connective tissue to everything.
0: Which is good. Which is good. It it could never have been just Leia, right? Like it could never have yeah. been just one person. And I like that this is the way Star Wars is taking it. Yeah. They're getting More away from Organa in too. Yes, they're getting. Yeah. Shout out to Bail. Sorry, I. Did just kind of disrespect him saying it was all Leia there. He was definitely a big part. But uh they're getting away from the Skywalker Saga Centralness ever. Not a far away, but at least a little bit. Yeah. We also got a trailer for Vision Season Two and confirmation that Tales of the Jedi is on season two is on the way. I don't think they're calling it season two. I think they're just calling it they're just gonna keep calling them Tales of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, but Vision Season Two dropping on May 4th on Star Wars Day. Uh, no date for Tales of the Jedi. I hope there's more Dooku.
1: Yeah, that, the Dooku stuff was great.
0: So good. So good. Um, what else we got? Bad Batch going to end with season three. We're going to talk, um, maybe next week. Ross is not quite caught up on Bad Batch yet, but I'm excited to talk about the end of season two. Um... Ross, I think you're actually I think you're really really going to enjoy how season 2 ends off. I thought the penultimate and the final episode of Bad Batch were really really good. Ross, I think you might be muted.
2: I'm definitely muted. Yeah, I'm there, excited.
0: There you are. <laughs> um, we got a trailer for uh Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the video game featuring Cal Kestis that we talked about a little while earlier. Um, not a whole uh, lot it- like brand new, but it looks really good.
2: I keep forgetting, like, it comes out in, like, two, three weeks.
0: Yeah, three weeks, I think. Which is really tough, because it's right, right when I'm leaving for camp, and I don't know if I'm going to get to play it until August. You can squeeze it in. Hopefully. Um, And we got a first look at Skeleton Crew. Well, the people at Star Wars Celebration did. We get to hear about the first look at Skeleton Crew. We got two of the kids, neither of which are Jason Zendula, which kind of maybe blows apart my hope that this was a Jason sindula centric show. Um, I still want to know more about Jason sindula. I think he's a really cool character just waiting in the wings. We didn't learn a whole lot. It's going to be following some kids, but it is confirmed again that it is not a kid's show. They're very much making that clear. Okay. But Yeah. Star Wars celebration. How are you guys feeling? How are you guys feeling about Star Wars right now? We're going to, we're about to hop into a little talk on Mando through uh, the first six episodes, but how are you guys feeling about Star Wars?
2: One quick thing. Don't forget. uh, There was a quote from Ewan McGregor that he would like to run Kenobi season two.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. I forgot to put that in there. Kathleen Kennedy said it is not, not in production yet, but that is a heartening news. We might be seeing some more Ewan.
1: I, I don't think
2: it's necessary.
1: I don't either. I don't know where it pushes the story. Neither I, I, do I. I legit don't believe in you know.
0: If I they can, if they can make a real reason for it to happen, I'm in. But so, I don't know if that's realistic.
1: I well, because does he need to fight Vader again? Because that he's like, I would love to get back with Hayden again. It was so good to see him. I was like, but. You're fucking with the continuity here.
0: Yeah, we don't need another yeah. one. If it does happen, I I really don't want that to happen again. We don't the next need another time
1: they need to see each other's on the Death Star. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um and he doesn't need to run into I mean you, you start thinking of like who are the people that you could bring back that are still relevant to Obi-Wan. Like he doesn't need to see Maul again.
1: No. No, Maul's dead. He killed um him. No, not no, a only no, one oh, time. He kills him in Rebels. Yes, yes, but we already but
0: we but have yeah, that. that we have that. And and it's perfect. And I don't want any any changes to it because right. it is I, one of my favorite duels of all of Star Wars, and it takes a second. Um Asage Ventress, but like how much juice is there really there? Oh um.
1: there,
0: there could be
1: some An resolution would with... show that spends more time on Luke. That's what it would have to be. It would have to be that. It would have to be to to basically balance that he had all this time with Leia and then he has all this time with Luke. Yeah. But then he doesn't even know who Luke doesn't even know who he really is when he sees him. So I don't know.
0: Yeah. Just let it go. I think so too. I love Obi- you Dumbledore. you and I love you Ewan McGregor, but I think it's time. Yeah. Maybe no more o- fuck fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi
1: all right ghost ghost obi-wan
0: ghost obi-wan all right we ready for mando we've talked remind me we've talked about episode through episode four so far correct on the podcast so. so we need to talk about episode five and six
1: yeah we had the jar jar comeback yes yeah um
0: all right this is your final spoiler warning for mandalorian episodes through episode six uh, just throw that blanket out there. If you have not seen through episode six and you do not want to be spoiled for it, please leave now. We do not want to spoil you. And that's your last chance. Um,
1: I already spoiled something, but that's just me.
0: We also might have done that.
1: Sorry. But I got I'm I got sorry.
0: close earlier.
1: It's a, um, week, it's a week past.
0: It is. Let's... Talk about it. Where do you guys want to start? You want to start? You want to go um, chronologically? You want to start with five and then go through six? Yeah, sure. All right. Chapter five, The Gunslinger. Um, We open up with... We get Moss... No, no, no. That is early chapter five. Thank you. Uh, That was dumb. Season three, episode five, The Pirate. This Pirate. is
1: Yeah. That sounds right. The fi- This is one with uh Timmy Meadows pops up.
0: Yes. Yeah 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 and we finally get the continue we get to finish off Gorian Shand here. Gorian Shard, whatever the fuck his name was. Uh,
2: yeah yeah. King or whatever.
1: He looks King. like a lettuce shard. <laughs>
0: Ah, he does. He does. Um, Captain Tiva's back. This is also holy shit. We haven't got to talk about this. Our boys back. Zeb.
2: Yeah, that yeah. was cool.
0: Garrett, Captain Garrett Zeb Aurelius, hanging out with Carson Tiva. That was really fun. We didn't get to get to see him a whole lot, but it was all we really needed. Just. A confirmation that our boy Zeb is still out there. Um, it made me really happy to see him. Also, the CGI was really good. It was. I was kind of mm-hmm. nervous. Granted, it was only two seconds, so and it wasn't a whole lot of movement or anything, but still.
2: Um, it still looked good.
0: Definitely. What uh, Some of your guys' standouts from this. We've got hunting down uh, Mandalorians versus pirates. We've got the Mandalorian, like hit squads making their way through Navarro. That was pretty cool to see uh, just, like, really skilled Mandalorians wrecking those pirates.
2: That was mine. That was very much my highlight. And then it was also a bit of nobility. So if you think about it, they stirred up a whole bunch of shit fighting there in the past for Dinjar, and They had to flee because of, was it Moff Gideon's forces? Moff Gideon's forces. Now they get to return
1: as heroes. Yeah. Um... I think one of the parts that's been fascinating to me is to see um, this—is it pronounced Aaliyah or Leah? Aaliyah Kane. Aaliyah, I think. Like she is deep, deep, deep undercover villain right now. Like she is, she is moving shit to make things work. The Coruscant stuff is really fun. Yeah. So, um, she's a major villain, and and it's cool. It's cool. So.
2: The, the question I have is, is she necessarily a major villain for this show?
0: I don't think so. See, yeah. this is – all of the stuff on Coruscant is what I was thinking earlier when I was talking about The Mandalorian currently setting up that that um, Filoni movie. I believe all of this stuff on Coruscant is relating to that. It's relating to Grogu a little bit because they're talking about the cloning and they're talking about why they needed Grogu for this experiment. And so it will definitely tie in. But I think that's more centric to the movie, if I had to guess. The show seems like it's pushing, at least season three is pushing, um, you know, each season has been a little bit different. It was Din with Grogu, then it was Din and Grogu with Boba, and now it is Din and Grogu helping Bo-Katan to retake Mandalore. Yeah. I think, is the the central point.
2: Well, there was um, a quote I read on this, where the show is pivoting into becoming not so much on the Mandalorian singular but the entire group of them so it, it din is still our main character but this is shifting more towards the culture of the mandalorians and it's kind of zooming out from just him
0: I agree and I like that
2: yes
1: I, uh, okay I I, I I like it but I want I wanna I want him to go back. Like I want him to leave. Not that I don't know. I I kind because I like a space gal. I, I like a, somebody going through the galaxy having adventures. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's that's what I liked about it in, in its initial reality. So I would like to see more of that. Um, and if not him, then somebody else. But I mean, think about why you like the Clone War show. It's like okay, we got to go to a new planet to have a new battle for. A, A two to three episode arc and then you know yeah and then then anakin and and obi-wan were going to a new spot and they were going to go fight or this time it's anakin and and ahsoka or you know it's mason and you know
0: or it's padme around coruscant yeah i get i totally get that i do it's
2: a completely valid point
1: yeah so and and fundamentally that comes down to being a kid and playing with your action figures and and oh, we're going to a new world and a new place to create new stuff and new conflicts.
0: That I think is the biggest element that is sort of that is sort of missing. Is like it was Holy. that action figure play in the first season, and even a little bit through the second season. Mm-hmm. Um, totally valid. We're definitely moving away from that. I do think. It is the reason I think I like it is because it is balanced out with re- it, with what I think is really good storytelling, right? Like it is turning more into like a like your traditional storytelling, which is like good, but you are losing some of that magic.
1: Well, and and I don't get me wrong, I'm I'm enjoying the the you know, Bo-Katan is gonna you know take. She's Mandalore. She is the Mandalore. Now.
0: She is Mandalore the Uniter.
1: That just happened. So awesome, cool. Let's go kick Moff Gideon's ass
2: right let's moff go gideon will work moff you know, gideon will work his way back into
1: it you know um he
2: still wants to
1: we got to have something we got to have somebody to go we don't have a big bat we haven't had a big bad this season but right? we ha- but he's there he's waiting in the wings he's the biggest bad he he's is, there but i don't know we have a we uh he has an actual naboo starfighter which kicks ass I'm yeah. still really disappointed in the, the Naboo Navy for not um, contributing more. Honestly, for
0: real, like, did they really need the Jedi to come out there in Phantom Menace? I think I like mean, six of those N1 starfighters could have taken the whole Separatist field fleet at this point.
1: Oh, I totally. Mean,
0: Anakin smoked one of the fucking capital ships in one and he was six.
1: Yeah. It's um, it's an impressive, it's an impressive mobile it you is know, and he is whipping ass with that thing
0: um it's, shout out to uh chancellor palpatine Chief palpatine for being yeah. the one to design uh push through the designs of the n1 starfighter back when he was the uh one of the rulers of naboo
1: but then he locked it down yeah he locked it down and he didn't he he should have shared that shit with uh thrawn then the tie interceptor maybe actually comes to play the
0: TIE interceptor with a little N1 juice in it?
2: Ooh.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Um, the last bit of Episode 5 that I definitely want to touch on before we're starting to shift into 6, I think, is um, is the ending. Is the Armorer taking a step back from the hardline religion mm-hmm. and accepting Bo-Katan as the Uniter, as Mandalore the Uniter. I really yeah. like this turn from the Armorer. It would have, I think... It would have been too static of a character if she kept the hard line.
1: Fair, completely valid. It was. It's an attempt by uh, Foloni to tell the religious right to back the fuck up in America. You know, I think and, I think there's a little bit of that. that
0: and at the same time, telling the neo-lives that they're fucking useless.
1: <laughs> it's like we got to come together. We got to figure this shit out. So. Um, unless you want to just live in the in the sewers for the rest of your lives in caves. No, if we want to come out and be alive, let's be let's be real here.
0: I really love the symbolism uh of Bo Katan replacing her broken pauldron that she got from going back to man broke from going back to Mandalore for the first time with the um Dard Saber. No, it replaces it with the. Why can't I think oh, the, Mythosaur. the Mythosaur? Jesus Christ! Thank you. Um, I was not going to be able to pull that for a second. Um, replacing one pauldron with the Myth- Mythosaur, having but not going away from the Night hour right? Like she's still accepting the fact that her past was pretty fucked up, that she started a coup against her sister. Um, but trying to move past that and trying to be Mandalore, the Uniter, I think is really cool symbolism. Let's hop into episode six.
1: Lizzo. Jack
0: Black. That was so fun. That was so fun.
2: This this goes into your, um Louie, your point on kind of just traveling to another planet. This is kind of that, going and seeing an entirely different planet run by droids.
0: Yeah, we got it. was the most like random adventure that we've got so
1: far.
2: Mm-hmm. I. I it was yeah, something I, I
1: enjoyed, I enjoyed the the mild detective story. Yeah, right? they nice. had to go detecting and and oh, good cop, bad cop. Basically, match, basically like it was a matchbook thing or whatever. It'll take you to this bar and then we'll learn more. And so, good cop, bad cop. Droid cantina,
0: like come on, that was so fun. Yeah. We don't serve your kind.
1: You know what's.
2: <laughs> You know, what's and then funny? walking
0: in and everything going silent like an old school west, uh, like an old school western. Ah, oh, it was so good.
2: And then Mando and bo katam playing good cop, bad cop.
0: Yeah,
2: this was also um,
0: good cop, kick the droid cop.
2: That was actually a very funny moment. You know, it was something where oh, this good. almost we've shifted gears so much from adventure, adventure, adventure to now like reeled in home with the Mandalorians that this was kind of almost out of place with the tone of this season.
0: Yeah it was you know yeah yeah yeah, 100% as far as like the adventure of the week it definitely felt
1: uh, like a return to season one.
2: Yes 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 yes.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, I think we do need to shout out that Ross officially wins the Mando bingo game. 100% Ross definitely wins the Mando bingo game. Um, He goes five for five. Ching
0: um let's see it also the separatists were fucking up those super battle droids could have been sprinting this whole time oh, why are they
1: yeah. why are they
0: walking in lines that thing was terrifying
2: dude they would have won the fucking war if those things sprinted like that
0: can you imagine being on the line as a clone and you just got a bunch of super battle droids full sprinting just... at you
1: that'd be fucking terrifying that's that's uh Fabro versus lucas yes hundred percent hundred percent um
0: it was super fun seeing the battle droids back i've like the v1 battle just the base battle the super battle droid is fine whatever like it's just kind of boring it we've never heard one talk i don't think except for the two that r2 fucks up on the in uh <laughs> yes <laughs> return of the or in uh sorry yeah, um of revenge of the sith revenge of the sith um but the regular B one battle droids have always just been such comedic gold for Star Wars. This one was no different. the The yep. bureaucrat droid,
2: mm-hmm.
0: so fun. Um, what else do we got in this episode? I mean, we've got like the official crowning. I mean, will you? Does that? Does this episode count for my bingo? Do you think is Bo Katan officially Mandalore yes. the Uniter?
1: Yes. She okay. has she has the dark saber undisputed. She earned it. Yeah, undisputed. She
0: has the two biggest factions of Mandalorians that exist left that we know of, anyway.
2: Yeah. Well, I bet it's gonna like set it up where like Sabine, we run into her by the end of the season. She's got a group with her.
0: Yeah. Speaking that's uh where I definitely wanted to take it next is that thing we almost spoiled earlier. Me and Ross were texting a little bit about why, like who these Mandalorians that broke. Um, Moff
1: Gideon. Fen I mean. Finn Raul Finn Rau will come in. Could I... Mm,
0: see, that was one of my thoughts. And I like Ross's idea that it's Sabine better because of the Thrawn connection.
2: Sabine so is hunting think, Thrawn. She busts out Moff Gideon to interrogate Moff Gideon.
0: Oh, no. I actually think the opposite. I think this is... Thra- so, so, I think Sabine is playing mercenary, and I okay. think Thrawn hired her to go get Moff Gideon.
1: But, bullshit, she's not playing with him because she knows that he he took Ezra. And
0: she doesn't know it's Thrawn. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Sabine would never have worked with Thrawn
1: straight up. Sabine won't work with up.
0: Thrawn. No, no, no. But I'm saying, like, Thrawn, through a middleman, hired Sabine to hit this... New Republic Transport.
2: I don't know. Oh.
0: It's not like it it I don't think it's like a hundred percent like I don't think it's like a super strong theory, but I like the connections. Um that's and fun. I like yeah. and I think Thrawn knows Mandalorian culture enough that he would use a Mandalorian hit team.
1: You're without any sort of Hondo resources, that's where Thrawn would out. go. I think Hondo is more likely to break him out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm in if I'm
0: so in. Um, Ross, your theory was that she broke him out to interrogate him.
2: Correct. So I think she's hunting Thrawn and broke Moff Gideon out of that transport to take him away and interrogate him to see what he knows about Thrawn.
0: Mm. I think my only question is, like, how many people really knew— about moff gideon i can't imagine it's a lot right like he's he's an imperial remnant he's not making himself well known he's doing all this in the shadows
1: i i mean he i mean he was an outer rim guy yeah but so was uh i mean Thrawn's an outer rim guy yeah too 100
0: i think it's totally possible i think it absolutely is I think we just need to know how connected Sabine is to the New Republic at this point because there's a chance she's very – like there's a chance that Sabine's a part of the New Republic in some way, and she would know about it. hundred percent. We just don't know.
1: Uh, Yeah, but I'm – I don't know. The way she looked in in the – and we're talking about the trailer scenes in Ahsoka, she seems Mm. to be pretty disconnected, Mm. right? She's on Lothal still. So, like, because it looks like Hera is like, and Ahsoka, Ahsoka is like trying to seek her out to, to you know, let's go do this. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I guess that's that's really the next big, you know, how to, how where is she and how is she when we find her? And
0: I think we find her in Episode Seven. I think we have to. I don't think that's a finale reveal. I think finale is the team up.
1: But we don't have – there's no titles yet no. for Chapter 23. Oh, yeah, nothing. Not yet. So we'll see what we got for
0: tomorrow morning. The Artist? Make that the title for Sabine's episode. Ooh. The Artist. The Artist. Formerly known as? <laughs> um, because the, the throne connections are st- – like, we already talked about it in – what was it, Episode 4? That the Thai Interceptors come in and attack Bo Katan's planet? Or is that episode three?
1: That was three. That was that was three. three.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because that that happened. That happened, and then we spent most of it on Coruscant, then it
0: happened in the end. Gotcha. Yep. That's what it was. Um so Thrawn's like he's back into he's around. Like he's there, he's in the wings. We got it Mm -hmm. in season one. Is that the episode that Ahsoka was in, season one, or was that season two? No, it was season one.
1: She's in no the she's first in...
0: Ahsoka episode. Uh the samurai and western, like one of my favorite episodes from the whole series. I should know which season it's in because every single shot with uh, Ahsoka is a samurai movie, and every shot with Din is a western. Um,
1: all right, I'm on it. No, I chapter, think it's season two. It's chapter season 13, two. the Jedi.
0: Yep, season two. Okay. And then you
1: see her again in Boba Fett.
0: Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Um so we saw Thrawn there, right? Like the well, death, that was, or, Yeah. Say.
1: That was the thing about season one of, of uh um Mando. There wasn't a single lightsaber the whole time. Yes. That was there wasn't a single lightsaber wielder, you know. Yes, Grogu had was, had force, force power, but that was it.
0: But he doesn't ever actually have. Yep. Um, also, just a small shout out. Going back to Episode Five, we got to talk about the fact that Deborah Chow and Dave Filoni put themselves back into Mandalorian again, which I love.
1: <laughs>
0: they just keep putting themselves in as Imperial pilot or as a rebellion pilots, and I love it. And Dave's wearing his fucking hat, and I think it's perfect. In the bar. In the bar. Chilling like a villain. Anything else from episode six that you guys want to touch on? It was a big setup episode.
2: Yeah, I Setting agree.
0: up, you know, finishing off uh, Bo-Katan's rise, setting up the retaking of Mandalore. We finally got the fleet. We've got all the juice that we need. Honestly, bo in control of a fleet that could fuck up most New Republic fleets outside of any of them that have a Starhawk right now, and that's pretty crazy. So, Kuton's got, like, one of the best fighting forces in the entire galaxy right now.
1: 100%. I probably could have done without Doc Brown as a Scooby-Doo villain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would have gotten away with it it weren't for you rotten kids. 100%. It was very, we- like...
0: And that's why it was cool. It was pointless and fun.
1: Although but, it was interesting, he gave out the shout-out to Dooku. Like, Dooku was right all along.
0: Yeah, 100%. That is because I believe Plazier fifteen is one of... So you know how Count Dooku uh, is called Count Dooku because he is the ruler of an entire planet. He's one of the Jedi mm-hmm. uh, Marshals and ruler of... Uh, I can't remember the name of his planet. But he is one of... Um, basically the Star Wars version of the Habsburgs, where they're all a bunch of related monarchs that all rule a bunch of planets. Plazier right. 15 is one of those planets. So Lizzo's character is, I think, related to Count Dooku.
2: Hmm.
0: She's one of the ruling family in Plazier 15 and all the ruling families of those planets were all related, like the Habsburgs. So I'm pretty sure Lizzo's character in this show is related to Count Dooku. I think that's the connection. Which I think is fun.
2: That's interesting.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a fun bit of like deep Star Wars lore that really doesn't mean anything.
1: It's it means just something to deep, you. Deep, deep undercover.
0: Deep, deep undercover. Um, does I mean go back to Mando Bingo? Do Jack Black and or Lizzo count for Louis?
2: Yeah, the celebrity guess?
1: or Timmy Meadows. Oh, I think Tim. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see that as a recurring character that you're going to see again. True. He was dipshit Coruscant bureaucrat. Yeah.
0: Yep, 100%. Not that it really matters because Ross blew us out of the water.
1: Yeah, Ross went five for five. That's, that's like me getting on the board for the first time. So. <laughs> um, all right. Let's wrap it up
0: here. This has been Who Asked You, the podcast. Absolutely nobody asked for, but we will continue to provide. You can follow the show over on socials at who asked you. That's the letter U pod. I'm at washipek Ross is at R Parker209. Louis is at Louis101. Alec is at Alec M underscore 1. Same time, same place next week. Have a great week, everybody.
2: Later days.
1: Later.